Welcome to the very first episode of Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast. I'm your host, Emily Valentine of Stomy Tactical, and I'm with my co-host, Amy Robbins of Alexo Athletica. How you guys doing? We are doing good. I want to let you know that um, this podcast is about women. It's a lifestyle podcast, and we are self-reliant, stylish, and women who are eager to inspire you to feel confident in defending yourselves with a gun while also staying true to your lifestyle. We'll be talking about all things concealed carry from our favorite lipstick and everything in between because <laughs> those things are all important. Um, we want this podcast to support and empower women so they can arm themselves with the right tools and education to be self-reliant and prepare to act in their own self-defense. And today's episode, we want to let you know that it's brought to you by the Six Hour Academy. So Ooh, we're going to get yay, started. Awesome. Yeah. We are live from SHOT Show 2018 and we are currently in the Six Hour booth and we have great uh person here to interview from the six hour academy Amy, yeah we do go ahead and well yeah absolutely i mean first off so excited to be at shot yes. show this is one of those events um that i look forward to mostly because i just get to come and hang out hang with my out. friends yeah, exactly. meet new awesome women um which i gotta say looking at the land the landscape's changing a little bit it is this is. <laughs> seeing more women out on the shot show floor mm. which is always a lot of fun yeah. um I love watching what the manufacturers are doing to reach that demographic. So there's been a lot of really cool things at SHOT Show this year. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, and we are so excited that you guys have tuned in to this first podcast. Um, I am just so excited to get I know, this me started, too. We've been talking about this for yes. a while. <laughs> We're finally here. We're finally doing it, and it's yes. going to be great. We're Big thank you to, to ConcealCarry.com yep. for hosting the show, um, to the Six Hour Academy. And we have got... An amazing guest with us today. Yay. Ladies, you are going to be so excited to hear her story because she is just awesome. So we have Miss Hannah Billadu here with us, and she is an instructor at the Six Hour Academy. Right. Um, she is a former federal air marshal. She is law enforcement. She is just an overall amazing woman. So how are you doing? Good morning, guys. Good so happy morning. to be here. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. Well, we are glad that you are here. Now, how many SHOT shows have you been to? This is my fourth SHOT show. I'm a newbie here in the uh, gun industry. <laughs> really? Um, not as a gun carrier, just in the gun industry itself. So, in the gun yeah. industry. So how long have you been with SIG? I've been with SIG. Uh, so I started my career with SIG uh, as a part-timer, but I've been with them full-time for four years. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we have got a lot of questions about the Sig Sour <laughs> Come Academy. At me. Come at me. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of the women that are going to be tuning in to this podcast either have little to no background mm -hmm. um, with firearms in general. Yeah. And all of us have kind of been on our own journey. Yeah, for sure. Um, mine kind of started a few years ago getting into firearms, and, and we want to just bring as much information and be a resource to women that want to get into shooting. Right. 100%. So let's kind of just jump right yeah. in okay. and tell us about the yeah, Six let's Hour let's Academy. All right. So we're a training facility uh, located in Epping, New Hampshire, which is a small town just south of Boston, okay. only about 40 minutes south of Boston. Um, we're kind of a hidden gem. We have 140 acres. Uh, we're supported by Six Hour Manufacturing, but we're our own training facility. Um, our facility uh, teaches classes predominantly to civilians, but we also host law enforcement and military folks. We can teach classes on site, but we also farm our instructors out and can travel, uh, bring guns, and teach anywhere internationally or domestically. Wow. Um, so we're a busy little entity. Yeah, that sounds like uh, we have 110 classes on the books, and then we can make a class to fit anyone's needs as well. 
That's amazing. Um, so again, we kind of serve the full fledged uh, of um, population. Yeah. Um, but we also run women-specific classes. The curriculum is exactly the same as any of our co-ed classes. It's just uh, we take those women, like-minded women, and we mm-hmm. put them in a room together. Yeah. Um, a lot of times there's that fear and anxiety associated with either just starting or For sure, going yeah. to a new place. Yeah. And so it gives them that comfort level. They're in a room um, with a bunch of other women who mm-hmm. feel the same way. Yeah. Are the instructors um, women? For the Absolutely. Okay. Yep. So um, I'm the only full-time female that works out at the academy, oh, but we have that. <laughs> uh, we do have a, a group of fantastic women who are still working in the field that work part-time with awesome. me. Um, so uh, we definitely have a women's-only culture there. Yeah. Um, as well, uh, our our um, male instructors are phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, even if a woman came to our co-ed classes, a the uh, population of classes is pretty much 50-50, yeah. um, and all of our instructors are awesome as far as how they rel- relay the message and, and their teaching great. style. Yeah. It's very comfortable. That's what, good, and that's very important yeah. when it comes to women learning firearms for the first time and taking training. How yes. did you, I mean, Emily, when you were getting into firearms, um, was your husband going with you Yeah, the like range? the, the I mean, first time yeah. I went with him, that's how I started shooting, um, and it was an awful experience mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? Um, and, and nothing against him <laughs> yeah but just just the entire thing i had never shot a gun before it was jarring i wasn't expecting the recoil i wasn't mm-hmm. expecting the indoor range to be so dark and dingy <laughs> yeah. the loud sounds it's so loud right yeah. um <laughs> so then from there i went on and was like you know what i need to take this seriously and i started looking into mm-hmm. you know NRI instructors, instructors who could actually mm-hmm. show me what I needed mm-hmm. to do in a in a way that made me feel a lot better that I could shoot and yeah. be comfortable handling yeah. a firearm. And it doesn't stop there. It continues. And yeah, that's absolutely. why the academy, I think, is such a great place for women to go to yeah, and look into sure. to start 100%. expanding that and learning more. And I come from a horrible background in my introduction to firearms. It really? was awful. So I use that in how I train my students Hmm. and also how we train our instructors to speak and communicate with our students. So when I first started in law enforcement, it was early 2001, right after 9-11, and I started in a police department that didn't have women. Um, Northern New Hampshire in a small city of about 60,000, and they handed me my first firearm and they said, do whatever it is you think women do in law enforcement. We're not used to your people here, right? So I failed miserably. I had no instruction whatsoever. Yeah. The gun was too large. Um, I It was my first failure in life. Lifelong athlete, been successful yeah. at everything. Just graduate college, yeah. was going to take on the world, and I failed miserably behind the firearm. And it became a source of anxiety for me. Yeah. My first five years of my career, I admittedly carried a gun that I didn't know how to use. Um, because those range experiences were Mm -hmm. so bad and going to instructional classes were, were so awful for me at the time. Um, five years in, I said, you know, I have to change this. I have to find a good trainer that can, that I can hear and that can communicate with me. Mm -hmm. I did find that trainer. Was that SIG? No, uh, unfortunately I was still in law enforcement at the time. So it was a trainer that was working in the law enforcement world. Um, and, uh, he brought me to a level where I was an okay shooter. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, spent more time, transitioned into federal law enforcement. They do an incredible job at training up our folks. Being an air marshal, shooting yeah. is your job. Wow, yeah. A deep concealment is your job. So it, it kind of brought a whole new light. And then when I started with the SIG folks, I thought I was a great shooter. 
And little did I learn, I knew nothing. <laughs> uh, so the past four years, they've been trading me up hardcore. Yeah. And I've taken what I thought was really good and made it better, but it's still a learning curve every day There's for me. so much I want so to ask you about that. Because I, I, I feel like there are a lot of women who want to get into this, right? Mm, yeah. And so they, I would, I would highly encourage getting good training yes, because absolutely. I so didn't crucial. have good training. And so what happened to me was I learned bad habits sure. really quickly. Yep. And now that I'm going back, once I got my license to carry, mm -hmm. I said, you know what? I really need to take this serious so that yeah. I know how to use it. And I can be proficient in everything. And I have been unlearning my bad habits, you know, 100%. and working and on that's the, the hardest part. So hard, you know, because I focused on like going out to the range and having fun, not fundamentals and accuracy right. and Absolutely. all these yeah. things. Not so. realizing that you're yes. actually detrimental to yourself. Right. right? I had no yeah. earthly idea. And yeah. now, but the difference now we're having good training. Sure. So I would just encourage all of you women who want to get into it to Train. start with good habits. Yeah. yeah. Like find an instructor that, that will work with you on the fundamentals. And do you find a lot of times that women pick that up pretty easily? Super easy. And, and it's all about communication. Yeah. It's about how you relay that message. And, uh, the number one recommendation I can give women is do your research. Mm -hmm. uh, the market is flooded with people who have shot guns before. Yes. Yep. But you really have to do your research and make sure that person actually knows what they're talking about. There is no one way of doing business in anything in life. And the gun industry is included mm -hmm. in that. And so we have to work with each other. It's very similar to fitness ladies where mm -hmm. um, you go to the gym and you want to tweak maybe uh, a certain uh, Olympic lifting move or you want to tweak your nutrition. You're right. not going to go to someone who's competed one time and right. has no educational background. Right. You want that person who knows or has a degree in nutrition right. or they have the experience. is an Olympic lifter and can walk you through that so you don't injure yourself. Right. Shooting should be exactly the same. Yeah. You need to make sure that person actually has a background and knows what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. There's a thousand ways of doing business. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't work for you, you're setting yourself up for failure. Right. What can what can people expect? I mean, what is so different about what you guys do at the academy versus, you know, some Joe going Schmo that has shot a gun once or twice. Yeah, training. going to your local trainer who yeah. you don't really know anything about. What can, sure. what can they expect? So our instructors are very well versed. We don't stick uh, to any population of training. We go to law enforcement training. We go to military training. We don't train just like the Navy SEALs. We don't train just with the Army. We don't train with just law enforcement. Um, we go to civilian training. Uh, any of the industry trainers out there will tell you they've seen us in all their training classes because we want to see what they're putting out mm -hmm. there to see if right. they have a, a better way of doing business that we can share with our students wow. as well. So we're very open to any technique that is out mm -hmm. there. If it's working, it's something that we need to learn yeah. as well. So a lot as as well as teaching classes, half of our job is learning ourselves. So it's when I think awesome. constant That's progression. That's also important because I think I, in my experience with the gun industry and having training with different instructors or even just being at the range and hearing men at the lanes next to me, mm -hmm. they can get so set in their ways of doing sure. something. Mm -hmm. And it's like if there is a different new way that can be taught and learned, like mm -hmm. People should be open to it, but some are just so set in that way that yeah. it's like if it's not if it's not this way, then you're doing it wrong. Right, yeah. and I, and that and that another thing that our instructors we harp on them keep an open mind because Emily, your hand strength may be less than mine, so how you grip the gun point. may be different. Yes. The size of your fingers, the surface coverage that you get on the trigger, how mm -hmm. you operate the trigger, 
all of that is individually specific. So we have to be conscious of that when we're when we're teaching our students how to mm-hmm. operate that firearm. The instructors that I worked with at Range Day here at SHOT Show, mm-hmm. I have to say were so patient. Mm-hmm. They did not make me feel dumb. Mm-hmm. They were, I would go up there, there was a couple times I kept missing the target and I started getting like really frustrated with myself sure. and I was like, okay, take a deep breath. Yeah. Calm down, do this. So I think too, like finding an instructor whose personality is just going to kind of let you do your thing, feel, mm-hmm. get comfortable with mm-hmm. it. And it just seems like the instructors um, have a really good ability to do that. Yep. So, I mean, but are y'all getting a lot of women that are coming in there and, and don't have a background? I mean, could y'all start from the very beginning on teaching them basic safety? I mean, starting with safety and how a right. gun works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have an entry level class. It's called Handgun 101. We offer it in women's only. We have co-ed classes as well. Essentially, that could be for a student that has never touched a firearm before, or it could be someone that's just looking for a basic refresher. Maybe mm-hmm. I shot guns in the past, but I haven't done it in a while. Or I want to know the six-hour academy way. Um, so we take them into a classroom. Uh, we start off by breaking down the very basics. We talk about safety. We talk about home defense. We talk about uh, legalities. We talk about Great. responsibility of gun ownership. So important. We bring the, um, the firearms in and we talk about the different trigger systems that are available. Mm. Double action, single action, double action only, single action only, strike a fire gun. What's going to be best for you? Mm-hmm. Mechanically, what are the differences? Yes. Well, because don't you get asked that question all the time? So what gun should I buy? Yes. Right. <laughs> and are I you like, I don't know. What, what, that's like saying, what kind of shoe should I buy? Or would you ever go and buy a car without test <laughs> right. driving it? Right. Like, you got to do your research and all yeah. those points that you made can be so overwhelming for women sure. when they're looking online to find that information. Because you have no idea what right. it means. Right. And, you need and you have to understand the mechanics of the gun because if we apply our body behind it, let's right. say a double action trigger press, we have weak hand strength, mm-hmm. we can't work a 10 pound trigger yeah. press. It's not a good option. It for takes us. out a lot of fear too when you know right. how it works. That's you know right. Exactly. When you know that it's not yeah. just going to explode in your hand, or it's not just going to go off if you drop it downstairs. You know, like there's 100%. things that people I think misconceptions there's a lot of misconceptions. That they have. Yes, yeah. and that keeps a lot of people from just jumping in and, and going to learn about it. So that's yep. awesome that you yeah. So we do the talk that. through of the mechanics. About midway through the class, we bring the guns that are going to be shooting on the range into the classroom, oh. and we teach them with dummy rounds and a cleared gun how to do everything that they're going to have to do in the range, okay. from locking the slide to the rear, from loading the gun, from unloading the gun, from clearing the gun and inspecting it, how to break the gun down mechanically. Mm-hmm. Um, we show them the internal working parts so they're a little bit intimate and comfortable with yeah. that firearm before mm-hmm. we give them live ammo. They've done all the manipulation and the work in the classroom in a safe, dry environment. Mm-hmm. And then we enter into the range and we give them 50 rounds to test out yeah. what they just learned and apply it now behind live fire. Awesome. Um, so uh, we've had really good success with that kind of formula mm-hmm. um, because they know their expectations before they enter into the range. That's awesome. And so then when do they actually go out and start shooting after they've done we that typically and they pass a proficiency test? Nothing. We, okay. we show them exactly what they have to do. We teach them how to lock the slide to the rear, all the kind of manipulation yeah. of the gun. And then we go on to the range. Uh, their first introduction to live fire, they're shooting from a tabletop. So mm-hmm. it's simply pick the gun up, fire when you feel comfortable. Okay. If you want to place the gun down at that point, then you do. We have a 50-round um, kind of range yeah. uh, familiarization that we run them through. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then we wrap up at the end of the day. We teach them how to field strip, clean, and maintain the firearm. I need to come take that. <laughs> right? Take like a course on that, too. I mean, every gun is so different as to how you break mm-hmm. it down. And mm-hmm. it's that is. And I think there's always there's going to be something that we don't know that we'll learn. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, this is part of the concealcarry.com network. Um, and both of us have our concealed carry license. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, and I know I'm sure there's women. I mean, women are obviously getting their license at an unprecedented rate right, right. now. Yes. So let's talk a little bit, too, about um, once you know, the women who are going to get their license, Mm -hmm. what next? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So um, our 101 class is a qualifying class for many states for uh, women to apply for the concealed carry if there is a training component associated with their state law. So um, that's just kind of good good knowledge to throw out there. Um, Holster work, learning to work from the holster or learning to work from your body is significantly different than picking a firearm Mm -hmm. up off of a range table and firing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The firearm, when it's attached to your body, is as close to your body as it will ever be. So if you don't know what you're doing, you run the risk of hurting yourself first. Um, So it's super important that you have a trainer that can work you through the very basics, talk you through the disasters that could occur. (laughs) I mean, we're talking about attaching a firearm to our body and then potentially covering it with layers of clothing. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So so what does that that look like? Yeah. uh, what could go wrong? What yeah. could go right? Um, well, I see a lot of women just go get their license, buy a gun, throw it in their bag, and then and they're done. They, they, they think they're ready. Yeah. They think they're ready to defend yeah. themselves if something happens. I was that girl. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That that was me when I first got my. <laughs> We're all here because it, we've done what we shouldn't mm, do. Right? Exactly. And I'm like, so, I, as my journey has progressed, I'm like, mm. you know what? this is really doing me much good just yeah. sitting here in my purse and, and right. it's like not very secure. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to think through situational uh, training, like in my brain, I'm like, okay, sure. if something comes in right now, how long is that going to take me to actually get that out of my bag? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, well, and he- here's the thing is, is the average woman is, is not going to be victimized. Right? right. So the average woman, when prepping their mind for um, protection and safety, we have to educate ourselves, right? Education is power, as cliche as it sounds, but we have to educate ourselves through statistics. Unfortunate women who have been victimized, mm-hmm. what do the statistics look like? Yeah. Um, we know statistics surrounding um, incidents that occur in the home, most of the time they're happening at night. So if you have a gun in your home, how are you setting up your home? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to wear a gun off your body, what are statistics as far as the average gun fight? Um, how long is the average gun battle? If I have to use a gun to protect myself and it takes me 15 minutes to get it out of my purse. Right. right. What's that doing? What are the odds of me being able to go to work <laughs> yeah. and be successful? Yeah, absolutely. Slim to none, mm-hmm. right? So we know based off of training and running timers in the range yeah. that it takes the average person longer to get a gun off of an off-body position yeah, right. than it would from an on-body carry position. Yeah, it's better than not having one. Right. Um, but you have to understand that there are training requirements associated so with being So in the 102 class, you guys teach drawing from concealment? We teach drawing from outside the waistband. Okay. So it's an introduction to holster draw. Gotcha. So getting that uh, proper manipulation mm-hmm. down, right. knowing what you have to do to safely work to and from your body. Um, and then we have our 103 class, which is the introduction to the mindset, introduction to defensive shooting. After that, you're open, uh, you've met the requirement mm-hmm. to go into a concealed carry class. So then uh, we offer a women's-only concealed carry class or a two-day co-ed concealed carry class. And essentially, we teach you the very basics. Yep. All right, let's start with outside the waistband, one cover garment with an open front, mm-hmm. like a jacket. Yeah. 
teach you how to draw from that. Teach you the obstructions that could happen mm-hmm. yeah. uh, or material that could affect that yeah. draw stroke. It's a lot then, to think about. Right? Yeah. <laughs> then we'll teach you closed front garment, mm-hmm. multiple garments, inside the waistband, nice. three o'clock all position. Like every type of garment yeah. that women wear. Like That's we it. are wearing from one item to multiple layers right. all through the year, yes. different seasons. Well, like I those think that's are why great. women, too, a lot of times, like, it's all, we have such different body types mm-hmm. up until this point. I mean, the industry is getting a lot better with uh, making things that fit our body, making firearms that are a little bit smaller so that mm-hmm. it works on our body. If mm-hmm. you do have a smaller frame and clothes, you right. know, clothing. Yes. And so that's so important because I think that's why it, what keeps a lot of women from keeping it on their body. And historically it has right. been, uh, you know, uh, military law enforcement and the gun industry mm-hmm. right. is a male dominated yes. field. So most of the products are made for men's bodies. Yeah. Uh, we're evolving and we're understanding yeah. that women's bodies are different. We need different product. Right. Um, but we have to be able to train from those products mm-hmm. as yeah. well. So uh, the the last part of our women's only concealed carry class works from deep concealment. Oh. Um, and it's women-specific holsters and things awesome. like that. Yeah. And then at the very end, we do run through off-body carry, uh, either with a backpack, a hiking pouch, or a purse. Yeah. And... Um, Across the board, most of the women who have run from deep concealment on their body and transitioned to off-body have all said, it's harder. Yeah. It's harder to get that gun yeah. out. Um, my mind is a little bit changed now. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it just takes like experience of getting out there to, to figure that out. And I feel like 100%. everyone's on a different journey and on mm-hmm. a different path as to but where it's they great feel that, comfortable. Yeah. That those types of classes are available yeah, absolutely. that offer how to, how to draw from concealment. The different ways, learning the obstacles because a lot, a lot of women don't, don't, mm-hmm. they don't know. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I have a question. You definitely are in a male dominated <laughs> field. <laughs> You're yes. the only female instructor there. I am. What inspired you to want to work at the SIG Academy? Well, um, so my entire career, I've been the only female. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so common tread there. Yeah. Um, so when I worked for the Air Marshal Service, I worked at the Boston Field Office, and Six Hour Academy is our training facility. We're a SIG uh, agency. We carried the SIG 229 um, in 357. Uh, so I spent every Thursday and Friday, uh, the last two years of my career with the feds, I uh, promoted into their training bureau and was charged of their fitness and firearms program. Okay. So I spent every Thursday and Friday at Six Hour Academy training our agents. Wow. Um, and uh, the our director and a couple of the instructors had asked me to come on board as a part-time instructor. Um, so I did that for two years. And then uh, unbeknownst to me, I, I mm-hmm. was called into the office thinking I was in trouble. And <laughs> they gave me a full-time offer to come on board. Uh, and that was about four years ago. Uh, firearms was, has always been part of my adult career. Yeah. It's never been the whole career. Uh, so it's been a transition, but it's been fantastic. Uh, the number one thing uh, that's been so great working at the academy is I come to work and people are happy mm-hmm. and they're open to learn. They want to be there. Uh, and you can actually see the difference that you're making. Um, really awesome. important question, I think, here. Sure. I'm looking at your manicure. <laughs> and how did you manage to make it through SIG Range Day and still keep your manicure looking very nice? So you have to do gel so that you can't <laughs> yes. see the black okay. gun buildup underneath your nails. That is my key. And so that it won't So then ship. besides yeah. the gel, what other pre-SHOT Show beauty did you... Uh, 
need to take care of before. Lots of vitamins, yep. vitamin C. Oh, so much yes. vitamin C. So <laughs> much hand sanitizer. Are you um, an essential oiler? Do you do essential oils? I do oils it, at a all? little bit of everything to keep the shot show plague away. Yes. 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 I've been like extra thieves oiling mm-hmm. yeah. and putting I'm everything I'm the girl my with body. my sleeve opening the doors <laughs> yeah. downstairs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I ask about the manicures because I kid you not, ladies. Like, I will go and get my nails, and if I don't do jail, then I have to load them out. I love loading my own magazines. It's just sure. something that I want to do. And my inevitably, it will chip the next yes. day. And I'm like, this has got to end. It's so worse. Did she like, well, I did that for nothing. What did you I do? Did prep you do jail? No, oh, I just funny. did normal. Normal? That's yeah. right. I prep all my women when I come in and I say there is nothing. You may see glamorous pictures, women looking great behind a firearm, but there is nothing glamorous about shooting guns. <laughs> there is never a cute day in my world. No. Shot show, I get to wash my hair. This usually doesn't happen. I was going to ask. You got a great pink lipstick on right now, yeah, so yeah, this no, is not yeah. a typical. Once a year. Like, yeah. <laughs> get up. Do you have a favorite lipstick color? Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm that girl of variation. Yeah. Every day is something new. Whatever, yeah, whatever nice. you feel yeah. like. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. I think that's how it is with makeup, mm-hmm. especially lipstick. Sometimes it's red, sometimes it's pink. Yeah. Whatever you feel like that morning. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But how do you have time to do everything you're doing? Work mm-hmm. at the academy, still doing law enforcement, the fitness stuff. I mean, how do you have time for that? Um, I get up very early. <laughs> my so wake no up sleep. call is usually around 4 a.m. Oh uh, my that's when gosh. I start my day with a workout. Uh, we run, we teach, uh, eight hours. We're at the Academy for 10 hours a day typically. Um, yeah. So it's just being disciplined. I have my food pre pre packed. I have my uh, weekly regime, uh, weekends. I have a, uh, you know, another set of scheduling. Um, awesome. What's your fitness routine look like? You said you're getting up every morning. So what do you do? Yeah. So I, I'll call myself kind of like a hybrid athlete. Yeah. I, uh, I have adult ADD. Uh, there is nothing that I can stick to <laughs> and stay with. Yep. Um, so I ride bikes. I run. I do Bikram yoga. I do Olympic weightlifting. I'll jump into a CrossFit class. Amazing. You name it, yeah. I do it. Yeah. Um, I'm one of those people that constantly has to have a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I meet that goal, it's on to the next. <laughs> to the next thing. Uh, yeah. my, I drive my family and friends crazy. Like, will you ever stop? I, yeah. I don't know. If I stop, <laughs> Probably gonna, not. No. You guys are going to be even more tortured. Yeah. So. <laughs> but do you, can you tell a difference, though, with the importance of fitness and what you do with firearms? Fitness is firearms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, firearms is a sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to be mobile to right. be able to run a gun appropriately. Yeah. Because the next step to pulling the trigger is getting the hell out there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I have to be able to get in, in and out of positions. Yeah. I have to be able to keep my breathing under control. I have to be able to use my mind properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times people don't think about the exterior. Right. Uh, you got to prep your mind to use a yes. gun in the yeah, defensive sure. world. Yeah. Because I mean, most people would panic. Mm-hmm. So you have to work yourself through those scenarios. You have to go to training and put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Right. That's all part of it. Yeah. Um, and, and keeping your body in check is 100% part of the mental piece. Yeah, right. absolutely. So. What are you? How do you carry when you said you run, right? Mm-hmm. How, do you, how are you carrying when you run? Yeah, so I've gone through kind of the gamut. Yeah. I, uh, for years, when I worked for the feds, there wasn't much out there. And I, uh, I made... I had to deep conceal a two two nine, which is a huge gun. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And dress normal. <laughs> Where did like, you wear? I could be wearing a dress going to Miami on a flight. Yeah. Or I could be wearing a suit and flying to DC. Are you a thigh holster girl? I am not. <laughs> oh I carried a belly band. Okay. Uh, okay. That I, I essentially made. I took a Galco belly band. Yeah. I had a Kydex mold of the two two nine made, and I had it in the side, and then the opposite side. 
I had my mom sew in. It's a little uh, so DIY right there. Ma- magazines on the opposite <laughs> side. I carried underneath my armpit so my arm would cover. And oh. then if I was wearing something that kind of pressed or showed yeah. the then a little, I just throw a little sweater or yeah. something over it to break it up. Yeah. But I made it work. Did you have extra magazines on you too? Yeah, I magazines, knife, handcuff, flashlight, you name it, I had it. Good grief. Uh, I, was, I can't I was imagine. fortunate that most of my years they were the baby doll shirts were yes. <laughs> okay. so I could yeah. wear that little flowy thing. Um, but yeah, so it's an art form. Um, yeah, I've, ever try to put a 229 in a flashbang? Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no flash bangs for this girl. Um, I recently have been running with the Jean Adams corset yeah. holster. Sits pretty snug around the waist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the best thing that I've found that holds the gun in place. Are you still carrying the 229? No. Oh, okay. okay. So, God, I'm like, wow. Now that I work for the academy, I get to choose what I carry. Okay. So um, I've been teaching either with a 226 or a 320, which is a full-size firearm. Okay. It's fun to shoot, right? Yeah. The smaller the gun, the worse it is to shoot. Um, until the 365. Oh my gosh. Uh, until the 365. I'm so glad you brought that yeah. up because that's what I just wanted to talk about. Our favorite pick so far um, from SHOT Show. Yeah. And of course, everybody has been talking about the P365. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I could not wait to get my hands on that theme because mm-hmm. I myself, um, when I go run, so with Alexa, we designed that active lifestyle in yeah. mind. Um, so, and, and also lots of women carry 380s. I mean, that's typically that mm-hmm. of the Glock 43, you know, something small, P- SIG P938, the mm-hmm. 238s. Um, I run with my 938 a lot, but I could not wait to see. I was like, they're like, this is a 10 plus one capacity. It's lighter weight than the, than the Glock and it's smaller than the shield. I'm like, there's no way. There's no, and there's no right. way I'm going to enjoy shooting this thing. And I picked it up at the SIG range day and I loved it. Stuck yeah. it in the appendix position on my Alexa signature pants. And I was like, this fits. Awesome. We had a full magazine in there and it was not too heavy. Yep. I mean, it, it well, didn't, didn't you kick. say it weighs less than less a pound? Than a pound empty. empty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So calm. It's very common for women lifestyle yeah. is that we're weekend warriors. Mm-hmm. If we're not running around right. with family, kids, friends, in our yoga pants, yep. we're at, for me, I'm active all the time. So if I'm not in a uniform, yeah. I'm in my yeah. active lifestyle workout clothes. Mm-hmm. I'm running up the side of a mountain. Yep. I'm doing a road race yeah. on the weekends. <laughs> I'm not at the beach with friends. So yeah. how do we get that? Uh, how do we? How are we able to carry and still be able right. to wear what we want to wear? That's mm-hmm. important. Exactly, yeah, it is. Important. And three six five is honestly, and I and it's not just because I work for Sig Sauer yeah. because I work in the gun industry. Mm-hmm. I'm a trainer. We train uh, foundation. All, yeah. We train for safety. We train for mindset. We don't train for branding. Although I adore my company, <laughs> yeah. I adore the products that we put out. I believe wholeheartedly in our stuff. Yeah, three six five is the answer to the industry whole. Agree that yeah. we have, um, and it, it's awesome. So for prior to the three six five launching. Um, I, again, I'm that weekend warrior. So yeah. I, in life, you have to give something up in order to gain it. Yeah. So if I want to wear my yoga pants, I have to scale my gun down. Mm-hmm. So I traditionally on the weekends would either carry a 290 or a 938. Yeah. Um, and depending on what I was wearing is depending on where I would carry. Right. Are you going to switch? Am I? Oh, are you to switch to 365? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Already on order. Already on order. Um, so awesome. now we have the 365. It, it, uh, does away. So. With training women, especially if you're not 
honest with yourself as far as how much time you're going to spend training. Yeah. Yeah. There can be a little bit of difficulty depending on which firearm you choose. Mm -hmm. The 938 with the uh, external safety, you have to train with that. Mm -hmm. You have to know when to engage, when to disengage that safety. Yes. And it can become a training issue mm -hmm. for some women. So now we have the 365. Um, yep. It's essentially a little bit easier of a training component. Yep. Uh, I, I like to keep one in the chamber. Yes. And honestly, because of the whole manual safety thing and the hammer on the on my 938, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. keeps me usually from carrying without one in the chamber. Sure. Even though I love that firearm. Yeah. I love the sights on that gun. I, I just love that gun and, so much. And we hear so, that a lot from women, mm -hmm. but I'll pose this to you. Think about statistics. Mm -hmm. Think about what the average time frame for oh, yeah. a mm -hmm. live fire defensive involved uh -huh, event. Right. Now, my gun's not ready for me to utilize oh, it. Oh, I know. I, I think have to about get it. it. Out. I have to get it loaded. <laughs> I have to disengage the safety. Uh -huh. My gun, the average gun battle's over at that point. Yeah. Especially if I'm deep concealment, which is going to cause a little bit of obstruction to my yeah. I mean, there's draw just stroke. so many other factors there's that there's you have a to bring into play for right. that. There's a whole lot. But so. that's what I was really excited about with the 365. Yeah. So you'll have to get some Alexa and let me know how, <laughs> how that works. When I get home, I'm going to be running around yes. the state Woo! of New Hampshire in those bad boys. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> so I'm obsessed with the 365, Emily. You had your eye on something else, though. That Black Pearl P938 is <laughs> beautiful gorgeous. Gun. It is a beautiful gun. And I'm glad they didn't make it pink. Thank you for making yeah, a beautiful yeah. a beautiful black gun. Yeah, <laughs> you it know? is just yeah. like the engraving and then that like pearl that pearl like inlay on the on the grip. It's gorgeous. There yeah. you have a picture of it up, right? Yeah. On your blog. Yeah. Awesome. So the nine thirty eight and the two thirty eight is one of our top sellers until the mm -hmm. three sixty five. Yeah, um, which I be. think that we're gonna see uh, when is that gonna be available to purchase? It started actually shipping on Monday. So two okay. days ago started shipping. Um, you better get your so. order in. And what's the what's I know I do need to get my order in. What's the MSRP on that? MSRP is 599 okay yep and That's it ships yeah. with uh the 10 round flush fitting mag okay the 10 round magazine with the pinky extender okay. Floor okay. plate uh, and then on additional purchase is the 12 round extended mag awesome oh, yeah also That's ships with uh the sig uh sig light night sights um which is something that's uncommon that so. is uh, and that comes yeah. standard on that standard yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I love the sights on my 938. Um, Amazing. They're, ju they're just awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. they really are. So, well, I love it. Um, well, thank you so yeah, much. This has been awesome. Pleasure. Thank yeah. you for taking the time to interview with us. Yeah, we yeah. really, really appreciate it. Um, thank you, for you having me. No, for sure. And you guys, if you like what you're hearing, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast on your mobile or listening device. This is the easiest way of ensuring you always get the latest podcast once it goes live. So while you're on your mobile device, why not just go ahead and follow and like us on Instagram at Not Your Average Gun Girls. We would really appreciate it. Yes, we would. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for supporting this podcast. Please consider leaving a review of the podcast on Apple iTunes so we can make sure that we continue to just bring you the quality content that you're looking more for. More lifestyle, more interviews, yes. all the things that you want to hear. And yeah, please like let us know. If you want to know what lipstick color we wear, yeah. let us know that too. If you send want to know what the send us a Give DM. Give us that double tap. Yes, we, we love interacting with you guys. And we really want to know what you want to hear about so we can bring you the best information. So make sure that you follow us um, at Not Your Average Gun Girls. And if you have any questions or feedback, please contact us on one of our social pages or via email at nyagg at concealedcarry.com. And again, thank you so much, Six Hour Academy. And thank you, Hannah, yeah, for coming on this show you today. So much. Yeah, we absolutely, this was a pleasure. And I hope to take a class with you one day. Yeah, I would awesome. love it. Amy, I we need to get it. signed up for that. I know. Sure. <laughs> ASAP, yes. Thank you, guys. We'll talk thank to you, you soon. Thanks.
Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast and its related companies, Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.